Hey, my loves. Listen, it's been a while. I've been a little bit busy. Um, and I did want to connect with you. Um, I'm probably going to be busy for the next week or two, but I'm going to come in. And I think this is kind of forcing me to push out the most critical um topics but i have a lot of fun stuff for you um including like massage for health um nutrition for here um but they're not top priority um i'm not sure what i'm going to title this yet but um i did write down notes and i think i want to do that moving forward because at some point i might want to write a book and or blog it so because my writing is stronger um but it, it will also make sure that I'm I'm fleshing out all of the details. One of the things um, I wanted to kind of start off at the top is I absolutely started this podcast off with saying, hey, my loves, right? And because this topic is very, um, it can trigger so many people, but I want to kind of practice how to deal with the nuances and... Um, share my thought process and I hope that it helps especially I think for black women I see a lot of us going through um, these conversations and it's kind of like I find myself agreeing with a little bit of what the young people are saying a little bit of what you know the more mature people are saying uh, comparing it against you know other cultures or other um societies and how they operate and so I'm not sure what I'm going to title it yet um, but I know it's going to be sensitive so let's get into it let's start off with a scenario um, so I don't remember who I think it was Cerebral Cerebral was covering a story about a young woman that um, she had gone to a party and I'll kind of cut through, but go go check out her video. I don't remember what it was called, but I think the name of the rapper <clears throat> who was involved um, is in the title. I think it's like Sanat Kai or something. S-E-N-A-T-K-A-I, two words. And um, this the, the rapper guy invited her to a party, and she's beautiful, young lady, and... At some point, she went upstairs and slept in one of the beds. And the next thing that she knew, she was waking up to this gremlin. When I tell y'all, this is what nightmares are freaking made of. It's not even, I'm, when I saw the person, I felt even, and, and you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do feel like for me, and I think even for the Black Collective, a lot of us, the traumas are not just, you know, to a certain degree, I'm trying to be careful because I don't want to take on other people's traumas, but it, it, it's, it would, it's not something light that you can just wash your soul from. And I feel her pain, um, energetically and for the collective and the sisterhood. Um, and I felt the horror of what it would be like to have this. When I tell you it, it looks like a gremlin, I kid you not if you were to like YouTube and it's just this creature that was, you know, taking advantage of her. 
And so it sounds like she was yelling out for help, but I don't know if there's music going on. And, you know, we've heard of this before. Sometimes they'll set you up and so they know what's happening to you, but they don't come to your defense. Um, she did go and get a, a kit done. And this is where you start to pull in all of the different moving parts, right? Because depending on where she is, her kit is going to get added to 10,000 other kits. And remember, this is coming up because um, late last year, um, there was discussions about the, the white woman that um, she had been assaulted and unalived. And within, you know, just hours, you have mass law enforcement come out and response and they're able to find her. And then we find out that there's a backlog of 10,000 kits that haven't been processed. And the only difference between theirs and hers is that she's a white woman and the other people are black, right? So she submits the rape kit. Um, then to add insult to injury, the the rapper who invited her there refuses to tell her the name of the person that did it to her. So she has to go and find this person for herself, right? And if I haven't already made it evidently clear, and I think even just talking about it, it's it's heartbreaking because no woman should have to go through that, right? One of the things that um, Cerebral was going through was just looking at the responses, right? I've talked about how in human design, from what I'm understanding, a lot of us are, we are the responders, right? We respond to things that are happening around us and 70, we generators comprise 70% of, excuse me, 70% of the population, and so I find it interesting now that I have that understanding how a lot of us engage with um, responses, how we respond to feedback. What do we do with it? Do we amplify it? Um, are we the manifestors of it? Are we the projectors of it? Right. Um, and so one of the unfortunate aspects of it is that there was a young lady that um, this is important what she said. Okay. So she said, why would you go to a party and sleep there and allow yourself to get in a situation where you can't hold your liquor? You basically did this to yourself. And so what I have here in my notes is that what makes this conversation so difficult is that she's right. I've talked about this. I want to say last, it's it, it's been at least a year. It's been almost, it would have been almost a year. I want to say or nine months ago. I remember I did a podcast encouraging us ladies to, you know, if you're going to go out, you know, travel in, in groups, try to be aware of your surroundings, Pay attention to what's in your drinks and that type of a thing. And what kind of concerns me is the other side of it where people say, oh, well, you know, you're bashing the victim. Here's the thing. Those people are also right. Because under no circumstances should that gremlin 
have come up in the room and done that to her. Here's here's to tell you how sick the pathology is of this gremlin. You know, and, and it's so sad because I'm almost feeling like I'm going to cry a little bit. This, this, the, it, when I tell you it's cultural and we have so much healing to do, okay, it reminded me of what Megan was going through with Tori, in spite of being shot in the feet, right, for Megan, and in spite of being, uh, you know, R word, right, by this individual, she was still trying to figure out from him, why did you do this? Right. And he said, well, you were in my bed. So since you were in my bed, it, he thought it was at his behest to just violate her like that. Okay. And I don't condone that type of behavior. I feel like, you know, I'm equally as disgusted with the rapper not releasing, you know, his name, protecting him, siding with the predator. I talk a lot about how men stay on code. Um, and um, this actually ties in, like, this whole how men stay on code is going to tie into why I'm going to talk about religion and one of my other favorite content creators. So just hang in there with me. Here's what I put for my notes next to the young women. The young women, I think that, you know, even when we talk about um, there are young women that are kind of coming down on, why do I keep forgetting this girl's name? She just got pregnant um, and she plays in Tyler Perry movies. And I've talked about her before, too. Why did I? I should have written her name down in here because I, I uh, oh, gosh, it's going to come to me. But she just recently got pregnant and there's two sides of the camp. You know, we want to say, well, we don't want to bash our single baby mamas, right? And and make them feel bad. But I really do find it interesting that it's the younger women that are saying, why would she do this? Why would she... Go and have a child out of wedlock. I know that there's conversations, including from some of my favorite content creators, about what marriage means. And I think it speaks to what's going on with their culture. Our culture, we've never really had parameters for what a successful, happy, healthy marriage is supposed to look like. Bear with me as I unpack this, right? So I think that the young women are right in what they have to say about... Uh, you know, the pregnancy before marriage. And I think that they were also right in terms of, you know, if you're going to go to a party, why would you become inebriated? And, you know, I really, really honestly, truly in my heart of hearts, I think, you know, she goes upstairs, she goes to sleep. I can't even begin to think to, to tell you, you know, what she did wrong there. Um... And so that's a problem. But at the end of the day, I've been saying, I've been saying, listen, stay away from these nakers. I don't give a fuck. Stay away from these nakers, these ninjas, period. But 
In keeping with what um, Priscilla talks about, this is not just something that happens in the black community. This happens in all communities. It happens in white communities. It absolutely happens in Hispanic communities. It happens in other communities too, right? In other, yeah, in other communities too. So here's where I would just encourage young women. I think that you're onto something, but here's something that's making you um, you know, something for you to consider that's going to be a challenge, right? Because I think that if you are a young person and you understand this and you pass it on to your sons and your daughters, because, you know, we talk a lot about our daughters and what we would do and how we protect ourselves. And because of that, we don't talk about explaining to men or boys that, you know, no means no. You do not take advantage of a woman without consent. You know, just because she's in your bed, just because she's drunk, just because, you know, all this crazy stuff. But um, one of the things I've noticed that is kind of across the board with both, you know, younger and older women, just women in general, is we are not, um, we're, we're losing a little bit of our empathy. So even though I have, you know, like 2023, I kind of feel like my tolerance level for, for, you know, scenarios where you're just putting yourself in scenarios where you're going to be suffering consequences for the rest of your life for things that we've already talked about and flushed about and, and, at this point, I feel like there's no excuse because we've we've been been flushing this out. Like I could understand back in the dark ages, you know, before the age of Aquarius, where it's kind of like I've talked about it too. Me growing up, and even my my parents and my grandparents, you know, you kind of felt like you're in a silo and you're isolated and you're going through things by yourself. And but now there's so many conversations about, you know quote-unquote vetting in my opinion and i'm willing to stand 10 times on the 10 toes down on this there is no vetting of men period <laughs> okay um there's nothing to tell there's nothing you can do to tell what's gonna make them flip a switch at any given time i was watching one of princella's lives and it's just repeated horror and repeated affirmation or confirmation, just how she's she uses the term how much you're playing excuse me how how much you're playing Russian roulette because um even the the guy that she was talking to, and according to a lot of women, they would say like, "Oh, he looks clean cut, he looks soft spoken." You know, he uses a few big words here and there. I I might be able to, you know, give him a chance. And he was talking about how he had a straight up gun and he was going to shoot and kill his wife. The person that he took marriage vows with, that he married, that he walked down the aisle with, that he is allegedly, supposedly had to have felt love for at some point of time. He talked about wanting to shoot her and having the gun there and deciding to take her life out because they were getting a divorce, y'all. Okay? And once you understand what you're looking for, it's like you 
um, you start to realize just how risky it is to be around these type of men. Now, that being said, what I notice is there's insensitivity. So what will happen is, and I, I've been seeing this, like, for example, when Bourbon Bougie was talking about, you know, um, the delicate situation of becoming a hospice care um, child or a hospice care wife, you know, where these men take advantage of human kindness and our nature to want to love and to, you know, provide and, and especially that they want to take advantage of a woman's nature to, because, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with taking care of your parents. I look, I look forward to taking care of my parents, right? Um, and if I had been married, I would have absolutely, I've talked about this before on my previous podcast. I love the idea of you know, coming home to my husband, my husband coming home, cooking the meals for him, all the other naughty stuff you can do, right? But um, what we're talking about is the type of people who take advantage of the nature of a woman that wants to, you know, create a home space to take advantage of her and or exploit the familial relationship that, oh, you're my child, you're supposed to take care of me, but you've never, you know, came to my games, helped me with my homework, paid child support, checked on me, wasn't, didn't, you know, provide emotional support or security, no involvement in my life. And now all of a sudden you want me to be taking you to the dialysis center, picking up your medication, buying you diapers, feeding you, keeping you in my bed, you know, whole life revolving. So, one of the things I noticed with that is there are women who are insensitive and in a sense narcissistic because you I couldn't tell you how many um, people went into the comments and said, oh, well, I would never do that to my father. My father raised me. He He is married to. And it's like that is so rude. It's so inappropriate. It's so uncouth. If it doesn't apply to you, then think about how the, that's empathy, right? We're practicing empathy, right? Think about how the other person is going to feel when their father wasn't there for them, didn't give a shit about them, their mom, their siblings, their well-being, and is exploiting that relationship. Why on this green earth would you go and rub your good situation in their face that's just outright rude it's unempathetic it's it's toxic you know and so I'm saying this to say that what the challenge with the young women is yes you're right but what's done is already done and I it's not the right situation for you to you know when this woman is going through that situation to go under there and and throw that in her face are there going to be scenarios and in other places where you're going to counsel your daughter or your cousins or your sisters, you know, listen, this is, these are the ways that men exploit and are predatory. Let's practice, you know, safety amongst yourself. Yeah, you're right. But not under thread where that young woman is going through that. And then at this point, it's like beyond savage. This is like, you know, 
I think some of us use the word savage a little bit differently. Like, this was just demonic. When you say you brought that on yourself, you know, at that point, you're just like putting the dagger in and twisting it. And it's completely unnecessary in that scenario. So I hope you understand where I'm coming from. You can be right, but learn to be empathetic, right? Meaning that, you know, what's done is already done. We use it as a learning lesson. Yes, you can talk about it, but do that on your stuff. Don't do that on a thread where she's trying to seek justice and really where we should be supporting her. And, you know, we, we this, this person, it was a, another young woman. She didn't talk about how the rapper that invited her there should be held accountable for not, you know, wanting to release the name. Still to this, I think they finally found out the name, but it was finally after a, a bit of pulling teeth. We didn't talk about how this person is absolutely demonic for thinking that just because someone is in your bed, that means you can take advantage of someone like that, right? So I I don't like that aspect of it. Here's another interesting thing too, you guys. This one's going to be a little bit of a longer podcast, but a lot of you all know I'm obsessed with Mina um, from Million Dollar Babes and Universe Guru. And it's so interesting too. And I think this is part of the reason that makes me want to write down notes so that I follow things and I'm concise because sometimes if if you guys are not following me from podcast to podcast you're not seeing why I'm saying certain things and you might under not understand the full context and one of the things I wanted to kind of clean up some tie up some loose ends on is I said you know I have learned that I really have grown so much from listening to the content that Mina puts out but I had said I wouldn't go to her for relationship um, stuff. I would just go to her for money and manifestation. But what I wanted to tidy up that comment is to say, a lot of you know the space that I'm in. Me, I have no desire to get into another relationship. And even it's kind of funny because even as I'm talking about it now, I really just don't want any parts of um, a having a quote unquote boyfriend and, and um if you get a chance, go listen to her podcast, the one I'm referring to today, not her podcast, her video where she's addressing um a kind of like a viral TikTok moment where they're talking about um stay at home girlfriends, right? And I really absolutely adore how she unpackaged that. And you're thinking, well, how would you end up on that podcast and, and me on that YouTube? And what, what was interesting to me, too, because like I said, I've been learning to like if it's relationship stuff like boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, I'm learning to just stay away from that type of stuff because I I'm not looking to, to get another boyfriend or get into a marriage or anything really for another. I just when I tell you my mind needs to be at peace. But what I think made me gravitate to listen to it is because I do have a niece and I just wanted to make sure, you know, where my mind was in terms of um, what would be the right thing. And not so much to kind of like tell her, I did this, now you need to do this or I did this wrong. And I just wanted to kind of hear to have a pulse on, you know, uh, or to have kind of clarity on on even I think my past so 
again, I think like if I had gotten triggered too much or it just didn't feel like it was a fit for where I'm going with my life, then I would have just clicked off. And I've done that before with other content creators. But um, what I wanted to say is I have actually said time and time before, if you if that's your thing, if you really feel like you want to get into a relationship, that's going to be your best resource, right? That is, I consider her to be an ascended master when it comes to that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about how she even unpackaged her understanding of Islam. She is, I think she's non-religious, but she believes in like divinity or a higher being or spirituality, which is another reason why I like her too. Um, But um, let me kind of push through my notes. So when, when she was talking about how there's that trend happening, oh yeah, I wanted to make sure I clarified. Um, I, when I say I don't go to her for relationships, I'm not listening to her content with the intent of getting a, a, and she talks about this, you know, a lot of us say boyfriend, girlfriend, it's actually harmful language and or behaviors. You shouldn't be with a boy or a girl. It should be like a man with an intention with the, for a relationship. And I've talked about this even myself too. I think it's really weird that we talk about dating and not courting. And so a lot of us will date for fun. We'll date and explore and go on and on and on and on, go in different places. And it's like, you're supposed to be courting, but you know, and, and I know that there's a lot of language that we have to and things we have to clear up in the black community about marriage. I won't be able to unpack all of that here. But one of the things she was talking about in her her culture is, um, uh, no, no, no. I think she said like in her culture, but her culture practices Islam, but she doesn't practice Islam. Okay, I'm glad I kind of clarified that. Right, so. Um, they have a term that's called something like haram men. If you listen to her um video, she will unpack the exact spelling of it and how to say it. But they believe that women are only safe around, I think, is it like three or four different type of men? Your father, your brother, your husband. And you consider all other men to be unsafe, which is kind of interesting because interest intrinsically um intuitively you guys and you ladies have heard me say i listen so short of like my 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 dad you know and a few other men that it's kind of like over time you kind of within six feet you cannot get within six feet of me i don't consider you to be safe i'm and if you're coming into my space i'm on guard And I'm very careful of the places that I allow them to come into my space. And this is so interesting, too, because um, I can see the synergy between what she's saying and what even Princella is saying. Right. Princella um, has really done a really good job of in each of her podcasts. She kind of illustrates how testosterone um uh affects like the the it's a neuro the neurochemical effect on the male and how it manifests and how it makes them view you and I think a lot of times us women think that you know sometimes I remember even in the comments yesterday when she was on her live when Priscilla was on her live um she was talking about um um Men and patri- uh, matricide, how these boys are, are 
murking their mothers. And one of the women's, I mean, and I understood where she was coming from, but once you um, incorporate or assimilate, assimilate what Priscilla is saying, you don't, you stop asking those questions because one of the comments was like, how can they do that to their mother? How can they do that to someone who gave them life? One of the, the guys that murked his mother, she gave him everything. She had given him everything he wanted in life. And he says this. He It's in the article that we were reviewing. And she had bought him a brand new Mustang. But the reason he murked her is because he wanted some um, rims for his, for his Mustang. And so he understood that when he murked her... He would be able to get a, the $100,000 life insurance policy. And so he got the rims for his Mustang. And then he just handed out the rest of the money because he was like an uh, an aspiring rapper. And so the way that us women are made and with our estrogen and our nurturing and our bonding, we bond, we love, we cherish, we care for, we hold those bonds um on a pedestal you know we hold it close to our heart and so the thought of harming our mother our father our brother our friend you know it comes across a little bit more difficult she actually talks about in her videos um Priscilla talks about it it's from an article that um in a in, in a published uh, magazine where it talks about how even for women we are because of our chemical, just chemical, but the way our brains are shaped and um, I think she said our amygdala is a little bit larger or something like that. We are more likely to speak out, you know, and try to come to a um, sound reason before we start to aggress and escalate. And she even looked at the crime stats in terms of how Across the board, men are the perpetrators of assault, murder, all the heinous crimes. The only one where women came up um, surpassing men was where it was for petty theft, right? And like stealing, you know, um, money or, or, or things, right? But, but with men, the neurochemicals, they tend to it tends to translate into like erratic behavior where they're violent and aggressive and um, irrational, right? Illogical. So um, I'm saying that because when you start to overlap what Princella is breaking down about the biology and how we are, and then you have someone like um, Mina who's talking about it um, and on packaging it, she talks about how religion sometimes it had things in place and it didn't really understand like the metaphysical reasons why they're in place and sometimes it can feel restrictive and I can agree with her because even I think growing up orthodox religion I can see why some things in the bible excuse me were said a certain way but some of it you know I think also are are detrimental but with this one in in islam that's because they understand that for the most part men are not really don't really can control their behaviors and that's why 
you should be able to just stay around your father, your brother, and your husband. I think that they've unfortunately taken it to extremes to where it's kind of like it it's impractical to a certain degree, just a little bit. Just a little bit, right? And um, I temper it because another thing I wanted to say too is this is the second person I've heard that has been kind of saying stuff about feminists. And I don't know what is all going on with the feminists, but my understanding of feminism um, as it has evolved over the years, I don't know what is all going on. Um, but I think that... Um, I don't know. We we will unpack this the rest of this year. But um I've come to understand like even the way that um in the black community how they describe feminist was anti womanist. So if anything, I think um one of the healthier terms I've heard is uh womanist, which to me sounds healthier, but I don't know. I've I've heard people say like, Oh, the feminists are gonna attack me and I'm like, why would they attack you that Sounds so counterintuitive because, you know, my understanding now of um, feminism is being able to get equal pay for what we do on the job, um, healthy workplace environment, um, equal rights and being able to vote and be able to own property and real estate and a checking account. Um, So I don't know why, what, what, what. I feel like um, it's one of those things where I'm in internet land and there are unknown wars that are happening that I don't know what's happening with all the feminists. So I don't know. But it, up until this point, I'm going to still continue to, you know, stake my territory as a feminist and explore what it means to be feminist. But um, here's another thing that was so interesting, right? Um if that is so true about Islam, where you are, it's recommended or prescribed that you stay, you know, and, and another thing I wanted to mention too is it's so unfortunate how much things have fallen and have become toxic because there are fathers that will abuse their daughters and or wives. There are brothers who will abuse their sisters and there are husbands who do abuse. I, I shared earlier that um last late last year how you know one of the uh, it was a it was an Indian guy and his wife was with me in the sauna and she talked about how the the parents had signed her over to him and paid the dowry and she was worried about getting the dowry back and the parents are not going to take her back and he was beating the you know beating her and getting aggressive with her and um that's unfortunate because that is the lower vibrational aspect of, you know, everything that's supposed to be on the, the positive end. So, but here's what's interesting. Uh, Fresh and Fit and actually Andrew Tate claim to be Islam. But um, if that religion is saying that you're only supposed to be around, you know, your father, your brother and your husband, you know, Fresh and Fit have talked about, you know, their there are many sexual exploits, right? Fresh was talking about um having is it like thirty five hundred women that he slept with and how many he was trying to get his body count or whatever. And so it's like, how are you saying that you're practicing these religions 
you are causing other people to 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 fall, right? Same thing with Andrew Tate. A lot of you know that at the time I'm recording this, he just recently the the incel king, right? He just got um arrested in Russia and one of the re- or was it Romania, Romania. He just got arrested in Romania and one of the reasons he chose Romania was because he said that he liked that there was seemed to be little to no protection um for the women there. And um I also find it interesting that he kept trying to talk with Greta. She's a minor. I don't I've heard I don't know how she is. I'm not even going to try to Google, but I know she's at the oldest she's 19. Why is this grown man trying to engage in conversation with a 19-year-old? Ask me a question and I'll tell you no lie. I don't know. That's kind of disturbing, but that seems to be his MO. Um just speaks to his predatory nature and that type of thing. But if these men, you know, fresh and fit and Andrew take proclaim to be Islam, why would they be taking on these women, you know, when that religion is, has that, I think it's something I call something haram men, they're violating that for other women. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. And, and that's why I'm saying like, to me, you can't, I'm one of those girls, you cannot come at me talking about religion because here it is even though I grew up more like orthodox christian I'm learning about this islam stuff ain't no way you're going to tell me that you're practicing islam or you've reformed and now you're you're violating the tenets you know of of that religion that doesn't make sense to me um one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, that I see in the black community when I was starting to talk about the young women and, and some of the more mature women and what's going on is, you know, when she was talking about the harem men in Islam, she said that they also have rules where if you started to court someone, so not date, right? If you wanted to court someone, you had to have like another couple with you or somebody else with you to provide protection and to guide the conversation to make sure that you're protected, that their intentions are the best and to kind of help with the quote unquote vetting process. Right. And so it makes sense why all of these other cultures um, kind of have a little bit more strength because they have these traditions that they pass on. Right. Or you have someone looking out for the women and the daughters. I think that, the young women who are kind of um saying things like you know let's not put ourselves in situations where we're inebriated or even in my opinion if you want to be extreme you're not even surrounding yourself with these men you're like listen if there's like x amount of uh, xys at this party or nakers or ninjas at this party they're not going to be blessed with my presence it's just not happening right um, and I didn't say happen. I said happening, <laughs> but, um, y'all, <laughs> it goes out. What's happening? Oh my gosh. Should I be embarrassed? Okay. I'm blushing a little bit. Okay. But, um, right. And so it's even things like, um, when we think about what we call some of the upper crust societies where it's kind of like we paid attention to who our sons and daughters were marrying, right? Even when you think about the word grooming and and the bride and the groom, right? And we talk a lot about how these men groom women, but we don't talk about 
the grooming of men where it's like somebody that it comes from good stock, right? Good legacy that comes from an upstanding name and a good upstanding um, family and a reputation and has been taught to, you know, live honorably in society and, and that type of thing. So we, I think, you know, like other cultures can say, well, we say things like you have to ask for the hand in marriage and you have to, you know, meet the the parents and you have to, in the black community, we don't really have that. I think that with, you know, black, younger black women are going to have to make a way of their own. I, I do like that the younger black women are kind of, it can kind of sound savage, but if they're going to teach their daughters that, heck yeah. If, if we have, these young women are going to turn into mothers one day and they're going to be checking to see who, you know, is coming around their daughter and they're going to have to, you know, really check them and vet them and whatever. I think that's going to make it better than, than the way things have been now. But like I said, I think the only problem is that we need to kind of learn when to say certain things. I'm not saying don't say anything. I'm just saying that if it's already done, it's already done, right? There's nothing you can do for that person. Um, But don't be under their comments kind of like, well, I'm still a virgin because I know that these guys, these nakers ain't shit. Like, I already been been knowing that all they're going to do is just violate you and it's the ugly ones that are the worst. Girl, we know, right? But don't do that under her stuff. Like, just kind of, you know focus on on what we need to to get her justice and you know call the gremlin out and the senate kai for you know their involvement or lack of involvement and stuff like that but i think that it's going to be interesting i think 2023 we are oh i heard y'all i heard that um tiktok has banned the black girl follow um train and if that's the case, like for real, TikTok is just ain't shit. Like, um, and and I'm gonna keep in a pulse off for that. Y'all have been a little bit busy, but and so let me just finish going through my notes here. So I've been talking about how pra- we need the black community needs practices in place to protect our daughters, and I think that the more savage ones that are younger, yeah, it can come across as uncompassionate, but if they're passing it on to their daughters, I feel like we're going to, I've talked about this before too. It's going to take a, maybe a good, um, 20 years for us to see the end result of this type of stuff. But I think that, um, or a little bit more progress, but you know, a lot of these guys, they'll say like, Oh, you have to vet better. Trust and believe, trust and believe these, these young women, they are vetting you guys out of to, to where these men don't even know what they have coming to them, but I think that's exactly how it needs to be. And they're choosing way better. And it includes not being around them because I think that what's happening, going to happen in 2023 is we're learning to withdraw our presence from amongst you nakers. Like I'm not even, I, I'm not even trying to, um, um, sugarcoat anything and even pull back your energy from the xys and it's even things like where you're starting to see where they're not engaging with them as much online i've heard a lot not just myself like 
they're getting blocked online. So now they're not coming up on our algorithm as much, right? We're not in your comments as much. But now it's going to go into IRL, 3D, real life, in real life. Now we're not going to be going out to the parties where y'all are. We're not going to be going out to functions where you guys are. I, I remember one of the um content creators on TikTok, she was talking about how even in the store, you can tell like all the black women were making eye contact with each other. And as soon as one of the XYs came around, it's like everybody's just on guard and you'll just go to a different aisle. And you'll just kind of keep that parameter of a hundred feet, ten feet, six feet, unless it's completely necessary. Uh the the divine feminine essence is withdrawing herself from the presence of these men. Right? And um let me kind of wind this down a little bit. So I didn't get to unpack everything. I did write down notes. And so I'm I'm glad because I'm following my bullet points the way that I need to. If I feel like I need anything else, I will come back and write it in here and, and come back and address it into a part two. Here I put um the last thing I have in here says marriage. So um I know there have been conversations about, well, why should we force, you know, women to be married when it's not doesn't absolve them of being cheated on, like with the whole TJ Holmes thing or, um, heck, I could think of so many stories. Like I've already told you, like if I pulled out my church directory, these men don't give a F about, you know, the sanctity of marriage. But I think that there is still something to say. I think that it's unfortunate because with the, um, other cultures, you can see that they have traditions in place for what it's supposed to be at its best. And I think that not just our culture, but other cultures, we don't even have we don't even have traditions in place. But you can see that even with the other places that have traditions, they they those things have been abused, right? So you will have scenarios where the the like the the scenario I talked about earlier last year where I was talking to a lady in the sauna and yeah her parents quote unquote vetted the guy and he paid the dowry right but she was experiencing domestic violence and and so everything that was meant to be beautiful and to protect and to you know enrich life and it, it's just you know not there. There was something else I wanted to say, but I'm a little bit hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry and um this doesn't happen a lot like I'm so hungry that I have to go find something to eat. Plus I'm 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 passing the um 30 minute mark which I knew I would. But um we don't even have the traditions in place, right? But I I do not believe that having children out of wedlock, if I'm keeping it 1000% is, um, I don't think that's the answer. I don't think that having children with someone that you can't, if you can't stand to see this person at Thanksgiving, do not replicate the, the, you know, this whole person's DNA. Um, and if you can't see yourself waking up to this person for the next, you know, 30 years, why would you have a child with them knowing that you have to drop them off on weekends and 
discuss things like if you don't have compatibility on certain things that you're going to be arguing with them and it's kind of like well they're good enough to have a child with but we don't have the same values in terms of you know buying a house our finances our spending habits raising our credit score leaving a foundation teaching them a certain way parenting styles and why why i i don't agree with that um and again i think it's so sad and i um but but hey listen i'm not i'm not trying to get married no i've already i'm so ten out ten toes down on this i marriage at my stage in life absolutely not absolutely not because like i said i mean everything that i've worked so hard to accomplish which i have you know what i'm gonna say a little bit here i'm gonna give it a little bit tease you listen to the 48 minute mark but um i don't know how long it's gonna take one of my investments they are paying us like 133% on it. So my $1,500 investment, they're supposed to give me $95,000 for that, right? Um, and I was conservative with it, right? Because you all know I, I really will bash people who put, you know, all their life savings and then try to sue somebody like Venus. And it's like, listen, if you put your whole life savings into that and the stock is down or the NFT value is down and now you're feeling some kind of way. No, you put little bits. You put 500 here, 1500 here or not more than you can afford to lose. But um I say all of that to say like that's that's just one example, right? I've been I've shared with you guys different things that I've invested in and how those things are growing. Um I have another I I have so many at this point. It's not even funny, but um For everything I've worked on to build up and everything, you know, that that we have for my family set up, I'm not, no, there, there will be no mm -mm. (laughs) trying to, I, I don't even really care about a prenup too. And I think that even at my life stage at this point too, it's so interesting because it's even things like taking care of my health. Y'all, when I tell you. I have so many exciting things for health um, and stuff I'm still learning. I think next week is when I start going in for, I have a five-week cleansing session. I've already started eating differently after I met with one of the, the people I met with last two weeks ago. I already feel the difference in my body, okay? Um, Type of thing. And so for me to get into a relationship with someone who is just looking for a nurse and a purse? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When I tell you, and I'm going to close out with this, it, I got my first manicure for the year. Um, and so it's different colors of pink. It's so freaking cute. One of the best things I've done in a long time. Um, and A, one of the things I love the most about one of the things I love most about doing, you know, being a girl is just a good, nice, clean manicure. The only thing I can't figure out is why. I remember um, back in the days when I would get the manicure and then I ended up transitioning to acrylics. I don't remember or understand the thought process of why I wanted to go to acrylics because I actually like my natural nails. I think part of it is that my nails, I used to have them longer and so when I would have the um, gel, they would break. And so because I'm in the water a lot, they now my, my nails are really short. Um, and so there's nothing for, for the, 
it's a break and so I'm realizing just how cute they are just a really basic you know manicure gel manicure and they're holding up well I've been you know swimming in the water and whatnot and they're not getting chipped or anything so I don't think I'll ever go back to acrylics um this is kind of going to be my my go-to but um yeah I don't know y'all um my heart does go out to younger people that are trying to figure this out um but like I said I think as I'm closing out here and looking at the notes for the younger women, I think you're right. Yeah, protect yourself. Um, have those stand- standards, boundaries, and expectations, I feel like. But be empathetic. And I think that don't be so mean-spirited or or mean where you're trying to rub your good situation in the other person's face. Especially when they're in such a vulnerable predicament like that one is. Or like, you know, when we're talking about hospice um wives and and that type of thing and it's kind of like well I never did it so like let's not do that it's you know if 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 we are dealing with some deep dark stuff and it doesn't apply to you stay in your lane you know continue to have your conversations but don't rub it in other people's faces is what I think is the best way I can explain it um I would say for those of you who are interested in a relationship, like I would say, again, check out Mina. She's certified, like, you know, but like I said, I'm not, mm -mm, I don't want, and that's just the space I'm in. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, I think that it overlaps well with what Princella is talking about in terms of um, the breakdown of human behavior. I think Princella goes deep, deep down into, she's very well read. Um, and she went to school for that kind of stuff too. Um, whereas, um, Mina talks about it from more of an esoteric standpoint, I think. And it's a little bit lighter, you know, like both of them are probably going to trigger you, but, um, be prepared. Like, you know, if, if, as long as you understand to trigger up, you'll be okay. I think is the healthiest way. I think that, um, yeah, I think I've said everything I need to say. So, uh, you all already know I'm going to upload this. And then if I can think of anything else that I wanted to fine tune or say, it will come up in a future podcast. But um, I I think what I wanted to jump and say too is just dealing with all the nuances. The young women are right. You know, keep your distance from them. Keep your six to ten feet distance from these from these XYs. They're predatory. Understand their nature. There's a reason why sometimes they say only, you know, you should be around your father, brother, and husband. But unfortunately, the world we're in, sometimes even those scenarios are abused. But it's the idea of understanding the predatory nature, I think, of XYs and protecting yourself in place and understanding that other societies or cultures do have more parameters in place to kind of protect the the woman but black women we are figuring this out for ourselves and we are redefining what that means and I don't know that we'll ever be able to all collectively say like oh when our daughters go on a date let's make sure that they have a couple that's there that can help them 
you know, ask the the young couple questions and keep their mind on the right path and go down the, the lane of courtship and making sure that, you know, certain things I'm, you know, um, that that's a very interesting place for us to be in. But at the end of the day, it might work to your advantage because we are in age of Aquarius and age of Aquarius allows you that affords you the ability to, to be able to pick and choose what works for you. And in a way, if you learn how to use that to your advantage, it can work too. Because if you have, for example, let's say you grew up in that other culture and that's all you stick to, you're not opening up to yourself to maybe cultures from the Hispanic, um, traditions from the Hispanic culture or the Japanese culture or the Swedish or Norwegian culture, because that's all you know. Whereas we're, we're left to kind of scramble, we're picking and choosing from the best and we're making things the best for ourselves. So that's kind of like the best of both worlds, you know, try to just, uh, um, pick and choose what works for you and, and find people that are aligned with likewise with you. So that's it. And that's all know that this message absolutely when I was writing, it was intended to be with, with love. I, um, understand all the nuances. I actually agree with a lot of people in their different perspectives, but I think that, um, if we can kind of, I don't know, maybe blur the lines a little bit and understand each other a little bit, we all want the same thing, right? We all want the woman to be protected and we all want her to be safe. And some of us are, are a little bit uh, curved ahead and, um, and we just have to know how to do it in the right times, in the right places. And, um, but we, we have, I think the same intention. So with that being said, let me go find something to eat y'all. I I really um am doing so much better. I'm going to talk about my health a little bit, not just um where I've come from, but also the next 5 weeks as I'm going through my stuff, but um the way I'm eating, I I wouldn't say I get hungry quicker, but it's it's um because I'm only eating like not more than 3 types of food. Sometimes I'll just eat one type of food with not too many ingredients, my body's able to process it a lot cleaner. And so I'm metabolizing a lot faster too. And also the alkaline water, I've been eating like apples, orange juice, or fruit juices and stuff like that too. And cutting out, like I actually bought a um Martinelli cider, but it had the pomegranate. I think it was like apple and pomegranate. And I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot. So I left that one. I'm going to give that one to my parents. But um, um, still, still fine tuning which foods are good for my blood type. So stay tuned for that. I have hair stuff. I have like massage stuff that I think you guys are going to like. And some nutrient stuff that um, some stuff is coming in. And I'll do a uh, review at the end of the 30 days or kind of an introduction at the end of the 30 days on that. And um, yeah. All right. Until the next one. Like I said, and I was closing out and how I ended up bird walking here is know that I love you. Know that I have the best intentions for you. I understand that sometimes our, our paths are a little bit different, but we are all wanting to ascend. We are all wanting to transcend. Um, and... Um, 
we all want something high vibrational, high frequency. At least if if you, what is it if you fuck with me? <laughs> ah, I know sometimes y'all could be triggered with the with the language. I've heard a lot of people, content creators. Oh, it's gonna hang up now. Talk about the profanity, but it is what it is. Sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't, and I. Listen, I kind of like to use it because I don't have to be in a confined workplace anymore. This is definitely not a job for me. So if I if I sprinkle it in there and you still rock with me, then hey. All right. Bye.